Outkick 360 across the Outkick network. Alongside Paul Koharski, I'm Jonathan Hutton. Glad you're with us. Lance Lee, Jacob Swanson, Regan McCrossan, David Reed, making the show happen here at Blackbird Studio and the Blackbird Academy and down the hallway, Becca Risley and Sleepy Danny making it happen for us. We appreciate you joining us. If you're watching on YouTube, we hope you hit subscribe and you will hit that bell, ring that bell, so you know every time we go live across the Outkick network, you're automatically entered to win a great prize pack from Sony and Hertz Audison. Paul, a lot to get to this hour for the Tennessee Power Hour. Vanderbilt in a winner-take-all scenario tonight as they face Mississippi State in the All-SEC Final for the College World Series crown. Mississippi State winning easily last night. Vanderbilt won easily on Monday night, and it comes down to Kamar Rocker on the mound tonight, where, where I believe with seven strikeouts, he'll pass lighter for the most this season. And what could be the final game for, uh, or it is the final game for the regular season, but the final game for Kamar Rocker's legacy overall, where he goes down as quite possibly the the, the best pitcher we've seen in a Vanderbilt uniform. Exactly the scenario you want if you're yeah. Vanderbilt. He's a day short on rest. The adrenaline, you would think, would offset that. Well, we talked earlier about the defense not playing uh, up, up to Vanderbilt's level last night or up to championship level last night. Um, and in several cases throughout this tournament, honestly. Yeah. And their bats in this series, yeah. uh, you know, uh, have not been up to what you would hope they will be. Uh, you know, I'd expect him to throw well, to his standard and uh, to put them in a very good position to win a second consecutive national championship. It's hard to call it. It is back-to-back -back also, but there's a gap year in between, obviously, because COVID pre prevented uh, a College World Series uh, and, and the baseball season last year. They're in good shape. Um, they're certainly going to be able to shake off what happened to them last night. You hope the weather's good. I haven't looked at the forecast. Both games have been uh, delayed a bit by weather in Nebraska. Um, and you hope Vanderbilt, uh, if you're in, in Nashville and, uh, and into this thing, fends off Mississippi State and, uh, and is bringing home the plaque trophy, or the trophy plaque, as I like to call it, yeah. uh, back to Nashville. And they're, they're adding another date, uh, another year, to their the sign on their scoreboard over Third and at Hawkins eight. Field. It's, which is... Dynasty level for for college baseball, and you know Tim Corbin, the greatest current coach we've seen. He would go reach up there into the greatest Saban level for the sport uh, in, in terms of what he's meant to this program. And we mentioned earlier this week, I think nationally, just the casual sports fan, there's not many that tune in to college baseball during their season, or quite frankly, tune into college baseball this time of year. Uh, just based on the numbers we're seeing, compared to other sports that are available to you over a weekend, on a national platform, on a network, whatever it might be, all the different factors. But I think the casual sports fan knows Tim Corbin, and they know Vanderbilt baseball. And I think that's the first name that, uh, I, if we're doing Family Feud, I think that's the first response. If you pulled 100 people, the majority would say Vanderbilt, first college baseball program that they think of. That's impactful because that's the level that they're at now and it's uh i mean it's baseball season but you've got a uh, western conference final game you've got stanley cup final game two and tonight, tonight. Yep. and we know that the, not everybody's in the hockey audience either but if you're flipping around on sports tonight 
for a lot of people, it'll be third, at best, second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and plenty of people are flipping around that way tonight. And if it's a compelling game, um, you know, you flip to it, and then you might end up staying on it um, in, in a way that you weren't weren't planning on. It's all about what's close and what's And it's a winner-take-all scenario, so yeah. the it's heightened drama. Rocker on the mound, one of the top picks in the MLB draft, um, with, which is a great topic in and of itself with with uh, Rocker and with Leiter. Uh, and then looking at some of the, the mock drafts out there, I just wanted to see where they were slated to go. Uh, it's intriguing that a lot of teams in this draft for Major League Baseball, and I realize it takes a couple years to get through the farm systems, um, they're not going pitcher early in these drafts, which is I, I would think my mentality in Major League Baseball would be to build through pitching, and that's not what well, I, think it all I see a lot of shortstops and catchers. How, how good the shortstops and the catchers are, too, right? I mean, but we know what Rocker and Leiter mean right. and what they've done throughout their their time in, in Nashville. But are these shortstops and catchers coming out of high school? I don't know. I, uh, I, I yes, yes, they are. So we don't know anything yes, about how, how great they are, right? At, at, but for at, like the struggle right now to find arms, yeah, you know, especially without the – Spider tack. <laughs> By the way, uh, I saw just a, an aside that you bring up Spider tack. Uh, no regulations for the All Star game, so I wonder if guys. Really? I, I've, I wonder if guys <laughs> will uh, will tack it up for the All Star game. Why not? To try to shine. I don't know. They just don't want to be checking during the course of that. And also the resolution of the glove that got sent to New York. Oh, this is which, which uh, I don't know. I could see both sides of it because. There's no need to send it to New York. Well, right. It's the, it. the judging that they made. But it seems they stayed true to the rules where they said, if you're using rosin, that's fine, but don't put it in your glove. And it kind of makes sense because there's a rosin bag right there. So why do you need to put rosin in your glove when you have constant access to rosin? I, d- I don't know. So they're saying don't put anything the, in your glove the, the to make us think that you're doing anything The pitchers out of are your saying glove. that they're using the rosin. It's mixing with sweat. Right. And then he, they put their glove on, and it's in their glove. And that's what's causing the sticky it's, it's, it's just creating a buildup there? But I don't, like, I, so let's, let's discuss this briefly. I don't understand why you're, you're, I mean, they picked this up like there's a murder scene on the baseball diamond. With tongs, tongs, and dropped <laughs> it into a bag and, like, sealed it. And like evidence, Like it's going to a courtroom. Sealed it with evidence and shipped it, and it, to, it New to New York. And they say, we're not look, even looking at it. We trust what the umpires told us. And then yesterday, ESPN's on their reporting. Oh, uh, they actually didn't. Uh, Buster Olney. Buster, what can you tell us about this inspection and the test on this glove? Well, they actually didn't test the glove. They followed the rules, and he's been suspended 10 games because you're not allowed to have rosin inside of the glove. So. Why, why go through that, all that uh, but, parade? But if. If it's just rosin and rosin is legal, what difference does it make if it's inside the glove or not? Well, they don't want anything inside the glove. Is sweat legal? Sweat is legal. Sweat would be inside the glove. Yeah. But if they're telling you don't put anything inside the glove, then why are you putting something inside the glove? But but rosin's legal. Yes. uh, (laughs) So test it. See if spider tag is on that thing. I, you have to do something other than say, you know, you had a legal substance, but it was inside your glove, so it's illegal. I don't, I don't understand. It's like saying you're not allowed to have dirt on your pants, but dirt's legal. Dirt's on the field. Rosin, the rosin bag is on the field. Rosin bag's on the field. Uh, it's right there, and you're putting it on your pitching hand. But why is it inside your <laughs> glove? 
<laughs> maybe maybe his reasonable. wrist was itching and he <laughs> I mean, I could come up with all of the like you're looking for plausible deniability and you, in a courtroom going back to this reference, you need beyond a reasonable doubt to convict. I am playing defense attorney and giving you reasonable doubt as to why rosin was found inside his glove. And they're not telling you what was in the glove. Is it, is it blood? Is it, you know, we're spraying the scene. Is this, is this human DNA? Is this animal? Well, the, well, the pitcher said it was rosin. The pitcher said it was rosin. So the league is agreeing. It is rosin. They just don't want it in the glove. Now you can go from there. There, I guarantee you, Paul, in every pitcher's glove, you can find some rosin. Like, so if I'm a manager now, I'm like, there's going to be rosin in that dude's glove because he just, he just like wiped his inside. If I'm a right-handed pitcher and I wipe the inside of my glove with my right hand, there's going to be rosin in my glove now. So now how much? Wipe out, <laughs> wipe out the inside of your glove, I would say. I, but I think it's very simple. Very simple. If it's anything illegal that's in the glove, he suspended 10 games. But you have to test for that. Why not? You sent it like you saw the guys. The umpires put it in a bag and like sealed it. What's the purpose of that? Yeah, apparently, there was no purpose because they judged it to be rosin. <laughs> it's 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 wild. It's, it's crazy. And it, 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 this is this is another example of why pitchers are upset about this because it is on the the umpire crew. And I, I said this earlier this week. The umpire crew got together and they all determined that whatever the sticky substance was, was to the point that it deserved this guy being thrown out of the game. Fine. But there needs to be some way that the pitcher can justify what, was that, what that substance was without just automatically 10-game suspension. I, it, it just There's something weird about that to me. There needs to be some type of appeal and justification if it's a legal substance. You're going to love the All-Star game. I want to see somebody throw something and then see like a string, like almost a rubber band of spider tack but I, I don't, stick to I his don't finger want to see the ball that. like halfway to the mound. I'm not, I'm not saying I want to see it. At the All-Star game, I want to see bombs. Yeah. I, yeah. Slickest baseballs I ever. want to see Otani jack three of them. Otani you know? last night, this second home run he hit against the Yankees. I mean, the ball came off the bat. I'm not exaggerating. Like, maybe the fastest I've ever seen in a home run highlight shot. I saw it live. Uh, he was 0-2. They were talking, I, I think it was David Cohn on the Yankees broadcast. He was like, I was really excited to see this guy, uh, you know, come, come into Yankee Stadium. And uh, I've seen enough. <laughs> you know, he's, he's yeah. on the Yankee side of things. He's like, now all I want to hear is uh, ball four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, just put him on the back. And they went back and they found tape of uh, Chris Russo having Francesa on as a guest of his show and them talking. Remember, Otani had a really bad spring training, his first spring training with the Angels. And they're like, this is going to be a disaster. They're going to put this guy right on, the, right on the major league roster after this terrible spring training. They can't send him down with all these Japanese reporters here and everything. It's, it's going to be a disaster. Thank God the Yankees didn't get him, they said. <laughs> He's pitching tonight, right? He's pitching tonight. If he was playing in Yankee Stadium with that right field porch the way it is where he's hitting these line drives that are out of the stadium in like a heartbeat, and they're, they're – I mean, it's an incredible swing, don't get me wrong, but the stadium is built for his swing. 
He would hit 80 home runs at Yankee Stadium with that swing. So he hit. Two, they gotta get him out of Anaheim. He hit two homers last night, so he's now up to 27. And, and three in the series. He's on pace for 56. Oh, so I he's think. got 28 then. He has 20. He hit no, one Monday. I think so. Yeah. So he's got 28 homers in 79 games. I think he's on pace for 56. And he he became the. Oh, he starts on the mound tonight, so he 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 will become tonight the fifth player all time all time, to hit two home runs, two or more home runs in a game, and then start the team's next game on the mound. And he does that tonight in New York, where one of the five other players is Babe Ruth to have done this. Yeah. It's one of those times that really makes you uh, pine for old Yankee Stadium. Like if he was patrolling the same areas that Babe Ruth patrolled, that would be unbelievable. The other three players were from 83, 86, and 87. That's 1883, 1886, <laughs> and 1887. And then Babe Ruth did it in 1920. And now Shohei Otani is doing it in 2021. Seriously, how rare is it in sports or in anything now for a story to be underplayed? His story is, is. absolutely being underplayed. What he is doing, whether you're in or out of baseball, you could be totally out on baseball. This is the kind of thing that should be drawing attention from people who are completely out on baseball. This guy is pitching at an incredibly high level, and he's leading both leagues, I believe, yes. in home runs. This is just unheard of. Stop and flip over. There should be alerts on Twitter, like he's up, like, like during Bonds and, and, and uh, Sosa. What is it about and that the he's Angels pitching tonight? Also, this guy's huge. Yeah. You, like, he is a hulking figure. He's got a a great personality. He's not speaking primarily English. That certainly hurts him with with the English-speaking American fans. But he's he seems to be a delightful guy. Loves the game, crushing the ball and striking people out. It's, well, it's a dream scenario. It's, it's a movie. interesting. Like if he's playing for the Dodgers, it's a way bigger. It's a way bigger deal. But he's he's out there in the L.A. area. I mean, he's in he Anaheim. Yeah. But, With Trout, I mean, yeah. they, they should be winning more. They need to be winning more. Trout's hurt now, so that doesn't help. Well, going back to uh, baseball on the college level, Vandy win, and they win the title tonight in the rarest of circumstances on a wild pitch and then COVID helping them advance to the, the College World Series final series and then a chance to win in Game 3 against one of their SEC rivals. You know what happens when they get pounded last night? A lot less whistling. I guess. There was a lot less whistling last night. They don't, yeah, I, I, I do appreciate this part. They don't show them <laughs> on TV. They, they, they're starting to reference well, Carl them. Carl Ravitch just discovered them. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, the, others, the others on there have, they, they have noticed. And they, they, they've been taking swipes, and I appreciate it. They've been taking swipes by seeing things like showing a sign that says we need more cowbell. Yeah, and there's cowbell like, oh, cowbell, over cowbell not allowed, but, you know, you can certainly hear other noisemakers. You know, they'll take yeah. little jabs in there. But I appreciate the fact that they're not showing these two clowns uh, that are Vanderbilt fans. Mississippi State fans also have overrun Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, there, there are thousands that are not able to get into the, to the TD Ameritrade A Park. Very impressive showing. It's it's, unbe- like Chad has even noticed it in Nebraska. 
two and a half hours uh, away. Two and a half hours away from Omaha. He's seen, like, he's gone out to dinner with his family and seen Bulldogs gear. What they're doing two and a half hours away might be a testament to uh, <laughs> the geographical education being provided in Starkville. But uh, whatever. Flood the state. Go ahead. Hit us up on Twitter at Outkick360. Yeah, build that economy for that farm life. Uh, Outkick360 is where you can find us. You can also join the chat, the YouTube chat. We, Paul, I've made a note, and I've even gone against uh, what I've tried to remember today, to, to join the chat more often, Yes. the YouTube chat, which is, uh, I'm looking over your shoulder right now. It looks fairly busy. I, uh, uh, we need to I jump in there. Chat- I was chatting a little bit. They were asking me about some... Uh, ESPN stuff from when I when I worked there for my nine years, uh, but it is always a lively chat. If you're needing a little extra energy, try Gainful. Uh, they they can help you. I've got the strawberry lemonade powder for for energy and caffeine that they've sent me. It's phenomenal. Tastes great. There's nothing more personal than your health. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplements to meet your fitness goals, you need a personalized approach. Thankfully now there's Gainful. The personalized nutrition system that's formulated for your body and goals. Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplements contain the finest ingredients specifically for you. We've all done this. You you get started by taking the five-minute Gainful quiz. Gainful considers your dietary needs, goals, and unique physiology uh, to personalize exactly what you're looking for for your formula. They deliver your supplements no shipping charge every month. You can cancel any time or adapt your plan as needed. And all Gainful products, they're formulated by their on-staff registered dietitians. They're backed by pro-level exercise scientists on the Science Advisory Board. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions. They have a rigorous quality control you start your personalized fitness journey today with Gainful and the great offer. Look at me, Hutton. I look like this largely because I've been eating and drinking stuff like this. Yes. And now I'm going to shift to Gainful. Gainful. To get $20 off your personalized supplements, go to Gainful.com Outkick360. That's Gainful.com Outkick360 for $20 off. Gainful. Personalized nutrition made for your tastes. Outkick 360 in the Tennessee Power Hour. Alongside Paul Koharski, I'm Jonathan Hutton. Lance Lee, Jacob Swanson making the show happen along with David Reed, who is the chairman of the board. Hit us up on Twitter at Outkick 360. And also join the YouTube chat Uh, where you can chime in with your thoughts on YouTube by searching out Outkick360, subscribing to the channel, ringing that bell so you know we go live each and every day at noon Eastern across the Outkick network. Paul, an observation uh, that you made last night in sports books across the country, FanDuel's included on this, the Titans' defense is going to be put to the test by sports betting in week one. With Arizona and what the Cardinals' offense is capable of. Right away. Um, what's that over-under? I mean, I, 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 it's, it's 50. 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Well, I'm counting on the Titans to score out of the gate, right? They averaged 30.7 last year. So I look at that number, and automatically the question is, 
what's Arizona going to score? And by what's Arizona going to score, from a Titans perspective, it's what can the defense do uh, to keep Arizona out of the end zone? That's that bet to me right now is what, I'm taking what, the over. what do the Titans have on the defense? I'm taking the over. There's no guarantee that Bud Dupree's available. We have no idea what to expect from the defensive play calling. I mean, if, if you want to say, oh, things are settled down now, well, we know how things were ended in January um, and, and what happened in Green Bay. This is a Cardinals team and an offense that's been together for quite some time. Um, and their offensive line may not be the best, but we know what the Titans' pass rush was not, and yeah. they were not good at all. And- I'm not, I'm not buying all the Kyler Murray hype, but DeAndre Hopkins has owned the Titans for a lot of years, no matter the defensive back. So put some new ones out there, and I'm going to need to see them stop somebody. And I think certainly Las Vegas is going to need to see them stop somebody. Yeah. Um, and so right out of the gate, I mean, uh, it's no surprise, really. But I was scrolling through some FanDuel stuff and saw this number, and I thought, that, that's that's the question right there, right out of the gate. Is well, can they stop Kyler Murray and Arizona's offense from scoring? It's one of the because more exciting they're presuming, one game. they're presuming Titans points in that. Yeah, and we should also point out like the, the Titans offense averaged thirty-one a game last year. At the end, by the end of the season, everything tallied together. I mean that very good. And they're going to put up points against that Arizona defense, you know. But. I would expect. I, I think this is a, a shootout in week one where the Titans currently favored by a field goal in that matchup in what's going to be a high-scoring contest. Now, take a broader look uh, at the over-under win totals for Las Vegas and what they've set. And uh, I believe it was, who's our sports betting friend, um, does a lot of analytical work. I'll think of his name in a moment. Uh, we've Born had this... Sharp. Warren Sharp, thank you. He put this graph together uh, with Sharp Analytics. And this is the over-under win total, what we're looking at uh, for offensive rating and overall defensive rating on the left and their, their win total. And you can see Kansas City far and away uh, leader of the pack there by their rating. The Titans are right in the middle. That's where you want to be. But as you take a closer look at what Vegas expects that's a, that's the top Paul, right th- quadrant. This is in the, in, in the top teams on this graph, combining everything. This is the Titans' schedule: Kansas City, Buffalo, Arizona, Indianapolis, Seattle, the Saints, the, the Rams. Yes, Saints, Rams, 49ers. 49ers. I mean, this is their schedule. This is their week in, week out grind, where. If they're going to be better, taking off and picking up on our topic from yesterday, if we think they're a better team than January, this is a gauntlet schedule, no matter how how you want to play it out, home versus away, right? Like that, that to me, is the glaring part of, of what they're facing. Is It's a very even playing field from offense-defense perspective in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Um, you know, that they want to be in the thick of the AFC hunt. They should be in the thick of the AFC hunt. And they're playing most of the other teams that are in the thick of the AFC hunt. Um, so they're going to be a tested team. The big question on that list to me is how good the Colts are. I'm 
surprised at how regularly the Colts are rated well, but the Colts look good on that chart. They won as many games as the Titans did a year ago. Yeah, and uh, the quarterback change is is the big thing there. You know, Phillip Rivers is a, is a quarterback that gave the Titans problems in San Diego for, for a long time and uh, still did for one game anyway last year. Now the transfer to Carson Wentz. I was on with Don, Dan Dockich, our, our friend, yesterday. Um, I, I just would think it's going to take some time for uh, them to get going. And the Titans, I'm not, I don't have the schedule in front of me. It's uh, a while before they see the Colts, if I'm not mistaken. We have the full schedule available. Um, with, and if not, I can pull it up briefly here. And we can actually dive into it a bit. There it is. Uh, Indianapolis is week three it's okay. on the schedule. So I like I, look, that. I like getting them early. The I second think, one, I think Indianapolis will be a better team by the time you get to Indianapolis on Halloween. But week three against Wentz, I think they'll still be figuring things out. Late by on this schedule. And again, it, we can piecemeal it. There are different storylines. There are injuries that play a factor in all of this. But Paul, and I said this before they they added Julio Jones, and one player addition should not affect me in my line of thinking here. I could very well see them being 0-2, hosting the Colts at noon on CBS on September 26th. Seattle is extremely good at home in the month of September under Pete Carroll. Very good at home in September. And then week four and five would be crucial. Yeah, and then it's Both crucial. on the road, but against bad teams. Arizona is what we don't know, but Arizona's team has been together for quite some time, including their coach now. It's a big year for Kingsbury, paired with Kyler Murray, um, and with some key additions, including J.J. Watt. Uh, They they feel as though they are contenders in their own division. I'm surprised how many people are so high on Arizona um, in a a tough division. But I I think they want to think that the... uh, Kyler Murray is is going to break out. I think maybe I I don't know. I'm not as confident in them as as a lot of people. And the and the main pieces they've added are older, um, which is generally not the the key to success in the league. So I, I'm very curious to see them on opening day. The over under schedule though they've got them around nine and a half, ten and a half wins. Uh, that's with the added game. You tend to agree with the expectations in Vegas for for the Titans based on what you see, just how things line up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that they should like be the right in the thick of it for the division. I like the home games after the bye. They've got three of their five after the bye at home. Uh, look, and I think Pittsburgh's going to be down. So I, I think you're looking at that last month. I think Pittsburgh's down. I don't think San Francisco's going to be as good as many Why people are, you down are, on Pittsburgh? are envisioning. I, I think Ben's done. I, I think Ben's done, and uh, they they had no run game last year. They started 10-0. Najee Harris. Um, the, the game that Bud Dupree got hurt was their first loss, and that I was know. in December. But their offense is going to continue, I think, to, to, to go on the downward slope that it went on uh, last year after, after that 10-0. And I think they're going to be beaten up by a lot of people. Coming up, a special guest joins the show. First, though, better help. Uh, BetterHelp, Paul, joining OutKick360 as one of our sponsors. If there's something interfering with your happiness or something preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp 
will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, but the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime. You send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with, for instance, traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Go to betterhelp.com 360. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for our Outkick 360 listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash 360. Outkick 360 across the Outkick network alongside Paul Koharski. I'm Jonathan Hutton. And Paul, uh, we have a phone line now available at 855 855- 208-8806, which means we're, we're starting to hear from some regulars of shows from not too long ago. We've heard from Lebowski. We've, we've heard some, from others who have called in for primary complaint. We heard from Johnny the Poet. And now we hear from Paul Koharski's alter ego, Positive PK. Chief, great to hear from you. What's up, champ? How you guys doing? It's great to be on with you. I'm so excited to be on with you. And I got to tell you, for those that don't know, okay, you're the new audience here. I'm the positive side of Paul Kaharski. I'm positive PK. And you call this show Outkick. What you need to do is kick Mr. Negative Poopy Pants off your show because he's Mr. Negative. Paul, your thoughts? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, listen, we, we've got some issues we need to examine here, positive PK. <laughs> Uh, the Titans have two scrubs on their roster <laughs> to kick. Uh, what are you talking about? They don't have any scrubs. What are you talking about? You think that they, you, you want to uh, try to make a run to the Super Bowl with these two guys, one of these two guys? Tucker McCann, that's your guy? Yeah, Tucker McCann is my guy because here's the thing, okay? Before he got to the Titans, he was he was the average. But now he's into the Titans culture. Mike Vrabel, the great positive coach that he is. Amy Adams Strunk, the positive owner that she is. John Robinson, he's a great positive general manager. The positivity is going to wear off on this guy, and he's going to help lead us to the Super Bowl. Don't you know anything? Why are you so negative? Why are you so negative? What, what is your problem? Paul was really uh, down in the dumps on this a year ago, as you well know, Positive PK, whenever you would call the show. And, you know, since then, he has not been allowed to ask many follow-up questions to Coach Vrabel in these Zoom press conferences. He's, he's down over that, too. He's not able to ask the follow-ups to ask the hard-hitting questions and responses to topics like we're discussing right now, not having a kicker on the roster. 
Yeah, well, how does it feel, Mr. Negative? See, this is what your negative got you. You shouldn't be allowed. I listen to all those Zoom press conferences, all right? Mike Rabel is a pillar of positivity, and all you want to do is bring him down, question this, why are you playing this guy? Why aren't you playing that guy? Why would you call that play? Look at the guy's record since he got here, and he's going to lead us to the Super Bowl this year, and you, you deserve not to be able to ask follow-up questions. You're lucky to be even able to ask questions. If Positive PK were on these Zoom calls, I'd be talking about how great he is, how great the Titans are, the fact that we got Julio Jones. We're going to go 17-0 and this year, all the way to the Super Bowl. You're trying to bring everybody down. The rest of the press corps, you're trying to bring everybody down. And now you're starting to get what you deserve. Here's one that you cannot find a positive lining to, a silver lining. ESPN's got the Euros <laughs> on. The other day, it ha- uh, they're showing the highlights. Spain won a game 5-3. They showed me one of the eight goals. How is that good? They don't have time for it. Don't you understand? We've got the NBA playoffs going on, Stanley Cup finals. Hey, it's a nice little soccer tournament over there in Europe, okay? It's fine. I like it. It's positive. But this is American <laughs> sports, okay? Have you noticed? Now, pretty soon, our USA soccer team is going to be great. But right now, they're not so good. So, we, uh, we emphasize the positive, hide the negative. Positive, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup final, NFL season right around the corner. Not so positive, a bunch of guys kicking a soccer ball in Europe. One thing I know you both will agree on, positive PK, is Paul Koharski, now, he now has two dogs, not one. He had Finley. They are now adding... Ripley, a puppy that will be joining the Koharskis in a couple of weeks. This is an extremely. This is a step in the in the positive direction for one negative Paul Koharski. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Negative. You better be feeding that thing, taking it out for walks, and giving it positive reinforcement. None of this <laughs> negative crap that you're always throwing around. Dogs and animals and pets need to be positively reinforced. And now it's going to be your responsibility to feed that thing, to bathe that thing, take it for walks, and make it feel comfortable in the Koharski home. I don't think you're capable of doing it because you're Mr. Negative Poopy Pants. Paul, your thoughts on you being in charge of this of this dog? My uh, my wife and son are uh, the lead people on the the new dog. I'm going to make sure the old dog isn't forgotten about here. I have a negative feeling that this is going to have a negative impact on the old dog, Finley, my my boy. The old dog will be fine, and your first of all, your wife and son are great. They're going to do a great job with the new dog. But it's your responsibility to chip in. You have to make both dogs feel great. It's kind of like Mike, Mike Grable, right? He has to make sure all of his players are feeling good, feeling positive, and now you have that responsibility. You better be chipping in there, champ. I'm just telling you right now, you better be chipping in, helping out the family, making sure those dogs are feeling good. They're fed, they're watered, they're walked, all that, all that type of thing. Because now your responsibility has been greatly, greatly increased. And you better be able to handle it there, champ. Let, let's go over to Knoxville. There is nothing positive, <laughs> nothing positive about, what is it, half the team has gone into the transfer portal <laughs> and wants to get out of Orange and, and sprint out of Tennessee. There's no way you could paint this as a good thing. You couldn't be more wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> it is so positive. 
Josh Heupel is coming in there. He's spreading his message to the team. He's putting his chips to the center of the table. You want in, champ? Get in. You want out, champ? Get out. You weed out the bed. You bring in the new. It's positive. I think Tennessee, yeah, college football playoff. Book it, baby. (laughs) Paul Kaharski's alter ego is positive, PK. It is uh, so good to hear from you, PK. Uh, It's been several months uh, this is your first appearance in 2021 on the show, your first appearance period on Outkick 360, the long-awaited debut of Positive PK. Uh, it's here, and it has been glorious. You have to come over and meet the puppy. Well, let me tell you something. I will come over and meet the puppy. I will give it the positive reinforcement that you won't give it. Second of all, Hutton, I couldn't be happier for you and you and, and Outkick 360 and all the great fans that you have because you're a positive person. By the way, did you get the fruit basket I sent you? I did. It was delicious. Thank you. It was very, very, the man- very How about welcome. the mangoes? The, man- the mangoes were fantastic. As for Mr. Negative Poopy Pants, don't let his negativity bring you down. You stay positive, Hutton. You're a shining light in a negative cesspool of sports media. <laughs> the only the only me, uh, media member that could get in the front of the line on a Titans press conference ahead of Teresa Walker. It is positive, PK. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully this will be the first of many appearances uh, from the positivity branch of Paul's tree. Stay negative out there, buddy. Stay positive. You stay positive. You, Mr. Negative, you know, just... Go reach your mouth out with soap. I don't know what to tell you. Just, just, just stay positive, Hutton. All you people that are you know, watching, listening to Outkick 360, stay positive. Don't listen to Mr. Negative, PK. Positive is the way to go. Thank you, champ. Instead of chief, positive. <laughs> <laughs> positive PK goes with chief. champ instead of chief. chief. Yes, the alter ego thing. Yes. There's the debut of positive PK. I got to say, I come out of it feeling a little upbeat. Um, you know what? We should have asked him. What would Positive PK think about our 360 parlay? <laughs> because man, there's been a lot be of negativity. A lot of negativity uh, with the 360 parlay as of late, and so much so that we skipped over Jakob. So I lost last night. Paul bet a parlay for us this morning. That you know, whenever it's our turn in the cycle, we pick the parlay. We come in with the parlay. Paul chose one. Well. It's actually, it would be on Chad if Chad were in this week. Jacob was going to take Chad's spot. So, Paul, we're going with both parlays tonight because both of you have placed bets with FanDuel.com slash Outkick360. And we contradict each other. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's uh, how confused So let's, let's see Paul's parlay for the day, uh, which starts with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game two tonight. I love this. The Lightning are the better team. It was clear in the first period, the second period, and then within the three minutes, uh, first three or four minutes of the third period, the Lightning had extended their lead to four or five to one on Monday night. Paul's taking the money line on the Lightning. He is taking the run line on the Astros against the Baltimore Orioles, a game we are guaranteed to win, by the way, tonight. And the Phoenix Suns money line against the Clippers, a game that tips at 9.05 Eastern tonight. Paul, I don't, I don't hate this. Oh, at first, gla- first glance, I'm happy to join you on this parlay. Well, let's go win ourselves 23 bucks at plus 372. But in typical 360 fashion, we're giving you <laughs> an alternate 360 parlay that we did not know was the case coming into today's show. 
Jacob, your parlay, please. It includes, let me just quickly mention, it includes the Baltimore Orioles' money line. They are facing the Houston Astros. So we are guaranteed to win this game, but also guaranteed to lose one of our two parlays, no matter what happens with the other two matchups. But Jacob likes the Tigers and the money line in that game. What are, what are you doing? I'm trying to read the top yeah, of this. Walk us through that. It's, no, you're taking the seven-inning run line. Is, is that right in the Tigers matchup? Are you here? I did not mean to do that if that is the case. <laughs> so you Game. just want them on the money line? Settled per four and a half inning rule. Oh money my line. God, oh, it's like hieroglyphics. Oh, oh, so it's a double header. I'm reading this from afar. It's a double header. So he's taking the Tigers in game one of the double header, which is a seven inning game. Money line? Uh, money line, yes. And then uh, he's taking the Orioles money line and the Phoenix Suns. So we are all Suns tonight uh, against the Clippers uh, in a game that we hope is just. Strictly competitive. Now look at the odds. Look at the odds on one Jakob Swanson. A $5 bet wins you $82.87. Let's go! Tigers, Simon would say. Orioles, Suns, uh, Baltimore. He's really stepping out on the limb. Plus 245 odds. The Orioles, though, have been winning as of late. They're facing one of the best teams in baseball. Yeah, bad news. It's down to 77-87 now. Okay. So, plus. again, hey, much like previous bets uh, a week ago, Jacob changes lines. Not lives, lines. <laughs> Maybe lives, we don't know. But we do know lines. Maybe both. But the Vegas notices what we do when it's Jakob's turn to place a bet. They say, you know, a lot of times, like the significant other in a relationship, whenever it's time for the NCAA tournament, they pick based on mascots or school colors. Jacob is not doing it to that extent. But there are some cases where he just analyzes the numbers and not the team and takes all emotion out of it. What a thought. What a concept in sports gambling. All emotion moved to the side, something I struggle with uh, when placing my bets at FanDuel.com. You can join us, though, FanDuel.com slash OK360. FanDuel.com slash OK360. If you're a first-time user for FanDuel, you can place up to $1,000 on a bet and get it cash back in site credit to use again. It's a risk-free bet available to you. FanDuel.com slash OK360. You can also bet the Suns as a first-time bet. 30-1 to 1 odds tonight. If you want to follow us, you can take the Clippers, too. Either team tonight, 30-1 to 1 odds, $5 wins you $150 with your first bet at FanDuel.com slash OK360. We hope you'll join us. Positive PK. Parlay. Getting good reviews. Uh, getting oh, really? great reviews on, on the chat. Though uh, Lebowski says he weirds me the hell out, and I love it. And now, what do you guys yeah, think of now, Positive Yeah, PK? give us your review Lance the and Jacob, time. They were giggling pretty good. Yeah, Lance and Jacob heard Positive PK for the first time today. And learned of him for the first time today. Yeah, I think he could learn a few things from PK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the impersonation was good. It was good. And now, but now. <laughs> uh, and now, Paul leaves you with the party words that I, I, I believe Positive PK would endorse. Look, we're going visual today. So if you're listening, you just have to imagine what I'm saying. <laughs> Join us tomorrow for Outkick 360. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.